Greetings, everyone. This is Eric Stewart from Fishing Fanatics, and I have an awesome guest here, Ben from Rocky Mountain Outdoors of Colorado. How you doing, Ben? Good. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. I'm really happy to have you on here. I know we met at the Great American Outdoor Show. Well, I actually met a couple of your colleagues at the Great American Outdoor Show that are into the uh, the hunting side. And from my understanding is you're huge into the fishing side of your guide service. So tell a little bit about our listeners, where you're from, um, and then what you guys specifically target, what kind of fish. Yeah, right. So um my name's Ben Adair. I'm one of the main captains of our our boat that we run here in Colorado. I uh, oh gosh, we so the company that I work for is Rocky Mountain Outfitters of Colorado. It's a kind of a family owned business. My father owns it with a partner um, who has kind of like his family to it. So it's a dual family run company we're expanding so that's kind of getting away from that outfit here and uh you know we we like to do a lot of fishing we do a lot of hunting but you know fishing is my passion because when you're hunting you pull that switch one time you get that excitement and then it's over and the work begins with fishing it's every hook set every time you get that bite it's every time you drop that lure in that water that i get that excitement that i do when i'm hunting so i get that satisfaction of you know the outdoors more often with fishing than i do you know with anything else really because I get so excited every time I get those things like the bite in the fish and the fight and, you know, the hook set and all those things just make me super happy. So, um, yeah, a little bit, that's kind of the backstory of us. We've been fishing for gosh, I think 10 years now in a professional like guide industry, but, um, you know, we go out and, our goal is to make, you know, everyone have a good time, whether it's to catch, you know, any species that they're there to target. Right. So we target a handful of different species. Our main two are going to be lake trout and Northern pike. Um, our lake trout are pushing on the upward side of, you know, close to 30 pounds sometimes and our Northern pike are getting 45 to 48 inches on, you know, on a good day. Um, so we're catching some freaking tanks and, uh, it's super fun. We also do trophy trout where we're catching, you know, five or six pound trout sometimes, you know, there's times where we'll catch a rainbow trout on a 14 inch lure, you know, and so they're super aggressive and it's, it's a freaking blast, man. Hey Ben, I've actually saw one of the videos that um that went viral over the last couple of years of people fishing for uh, lake trout and using like big swim baits, big soft plastic swim baits, and they they end up getting these fish in the boat and they're like these huge lake trout. Do you guys throw anything like that out there? Yeah, so we uh, we throw a handful of things. Man, it depends on the type of year. There's a couple of different stages that we'll go through throughout the year from January to December, right? So, um, and you can kind of walk through that process of, you know, what time of year I'll kind of throw a style of bait, um, and you know, how I'll kind of approach that and whatnot. 
Um, but yeah, sure, definitely. We can totally use, you know, some big swim baits. I think the biggest swim bait I have on the boat is like 18 inches or something like that. It's, it's an absolute monster. Now I don't use that one for lake trout, but I will throw that one out there every now and then for, for a pike. And, and, you know, you know, when that one gets hit, it's, uh, it's a big, one. you know, that's one of those lures that you're going big or going home. Um, but yes, I mean, we'll throw out some, you know, decent sized swim baits, you know, some, sometimes they're really small swim baits and we're catching still real big fish. Um, using down riggers when we're doing that kind of thing usually um but yeah like i said it just kind of depends on the type of year and kind of how the fish are reacting to certain things right yeah let's yeah. Start with that a little bit. like what um so let's start with like the best time of the year in your opinion to go out to a guy for anyone that's like thinking about going out there to colorado and um then kind of take it from there and like what do you use normally best time of the year and just take us through like the seasons Right. So I would say the best time of year, in my opinion, is going to be, oh man, that's kind of a hard one just because there's a couple of really good bites throughout the year that are really hard, really fast. You know, they're, they're aggressive, they want it and they're hungry. Um, but I'm going to say my overall favorite is going to be the late summer um, in about into July into August where we're doing vertical jigging for lake trout. Um, one, it's more interactive. So I get that movement, you know, I get to be able to do something, but two, there's times where we catch 130 pounds of fish, you know? So I, this last year in the first week of August, I put 133 pounds of fish in a boat with only eight fish. So a lot of really big fish and, you know, like when you're doing stuff like that, it's, it's exciting and it's nonstop action all day, you know? So that is my personal favorite time, but we also have a couple other really good bites as in right as the ice comes off the lake and the boat ramp opens, those fish are going to be in a, they're just hungry. They haven't seen a lure in, a, I mean, all of winter right so it's new they're hungry and the water is cold so they're not having to go as deep you know as you would usually find them in midsummer so we're not fishing at 80 90 feet anymore right we're we're fishing 10 foot and to you know so on and and we may go deeper into that deeper you know water if that's not where they're at but that early spring is usually really good We'll get them, you know, on a couple new lures that we have kind of that I would say most people haven't really thought of. And um, it's kind of the, like, but we've also been doing it. We've been fishing for these fish for, oh gosh, my dad and I probably 13 years or so that I've been doing it with them. So it's been a long time of just filing and honing in that skill of what works and what is, you know, the right bait for, you know, the right time of year and, you know, and learning if the fish react one way, Hey, maybe they don't want this. It's a color thing or it's a size or it's a completely different bait change, you know, something like that. Um, and then I guess a, a quick third or I guess a quick second kind of tied with springtime is ice fishing, ice fishing. We do pretty good. Um, 
fashion vertical tube jigs again. Um, and we'll catch sometimes two or three in a day. And that's for ice fishing. That's pretty good. Um, just cause on a boat, you're able to move around. So like in the summertime, I'm able to drive around until I find that fish anchor with my trolling motor drop down and be right there. And with ice fishing, you're kind of just waiting for those fish to kind of just be cruising by and cruising through because you're not as mobile, right? It would be a lot harder to drill a hundred holes in a row in a straight line and then just drop it every hole. Right. You know, it's, it doesn't really work like that. So, you know, ice fishing takes a little bit more patience, but you know, it is, a, it's a blast. So jigging, for Lake Trail, that is crazy to me. Cause I do a lot of bass fishing. I've had a lot of bass fishing people on the podcast. Tell me a little bit about the rig that you need with your boat and the electronics to actually find fish that deep. Right. Okay. So we use a 21 and a half, foot deep V to Lumacraft, um, from 20, it's a 2022 model. Um, and you know, so the lakes up here, we're right at the base of the 14ers. We know we get a lot of winds that come through the valleys and over the mountains. So these lakes can get, they can be flat calm and then all of a sudden they can be, um, you know, they can be four and a half foot waves and they can get really nasty, really scary and really quick. Um, and we've actually had to do a couple of rescues out on the, you know, out on the water because people don't understand that. And, you know, they go out on a canoe or whatever and you know, something happens and there we are in a boat that can handle it. And so we go and, attack that and you know try and help them out the best we can but anyway uh to keep it to the fishing things um yeah so we run a pretty pretty nice size boat it it does really good for what we want we have a 250 um main motor it's a honda 250 and then we have a um little side motor that's a nine to 99 Honda as well. Um, and then in the front we're running a, Oh gosh, it's a Minn Kota, Altera. Uh, yeah, Altera. Um, and then we're using that as our anchor and as our trolling motor to troll us around the lake when we're trolling for, you know, for big baits down low or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, just cause if you drop an anchor, you're going to scare those fish off because they're going to be right on the bottom. And I mean, there's no point in even fishing at that point. Right. So you got to keep it, you know, so we use our trolling motor. Um, and then we have, um, we usually run, uh, two sonars on our dash. Um, and then we just got the, um, Garmin, live scope i think it is right so we just got the garmin live scope and that is man it is a game changer that is the coolest thing i've i mean it's like it's like playing a video game you know it's like you see it on live and i'm not a big video game player but if if i can make fish in a video game that would be it you know like just staring at that screen and watching i mean you can see every jig every time you lift your jig you can see it 
you can see that fish turn and circle and you can tell which way he's swimming and where he's at. And it's the whole nine yards, man, of that Garmin is just out of this league. Right. So it's super awesome. And so there's sometimes where we'll get into a spot where I know there's fish and, you know, I'll throw in the Garmin, the Garmin transducer and we'll troll around for an hour before we find the fish that we're looking for. And, um, but once we find them, usually it's game on and usually we're getting bites. Um, um, gosh, what else do we do here? We have two hummingbird um, sonars right above our steering wheel on the dash that we use that run off the back transducer. Um, we kind of use those as, you know, just another reference point, right? Um, and a lot of that's for depth is what I'm checking on those graphs is depth and what my bottom's like. So there's some structure on the bottom, not a lot. Most of it's pretty flat and pretty muddy. There's a couple of vehicles down there. There's, uh, um, there, you know, there's just, there's a couple of like big rocks and stuff that are just like appear out of nowhere, you know, on this flat land. Um, and, uh, so I'll check that with kind of those two graphs. And then with my Garmin, I'm, I'm spending that, you know, 360 degrees constantly looking for that fish. Um, and then once we find him and get on top of him, and he's not swimming and he's just kind of staying still, that's when we'll attack and we'll drop down jigs. Sometimes either usually one to three jigs is what I'll, you know, allow on my boat, anything more than three on a boat kind of, you know, fishing for trophy lake trout, when you catch a 20 pounder, I mean, he's, he's, he's running and that drag is, it, it's going, you know, that, that drag is not stopping. Um, and so it's really hard for, you know, to get three or four rods up out of the water in enough time. And, uh, and so we try and keep it to one, one to three rods in the water at the time. And it will just have people switch off if need be right. Um, just so we kind of create less chaos when that time comes of us catching that fish, um, and makes our job a little easier. So we're not, you know, untangling rods for, for a while. And, and then you guys get to be able to fish longer, right? So as long as the rods aren't tangled and, um, we're not having to have the rods out of the water to untangle line. You know, that's more time that you guys are in the water, more time that you guys are having a chance to catch that big fish. Um, and we kind of run the same, you know, kind of touch on the pike topic, you know, it's on this, we use, we run the same, the same boat, same setup and everything like that. But with that, it's a little different because we're doing constantly, it's constant trolling. We don't do any casting. We don't do any jigging. It is we're trolling and that's it. You know, we've found it to be the best way to create less of it, you know, less tangle, um, less bird nests in our reels and the most efficient for our time is to troll, you know, big stick baits and big swim baits. Um, so yeah, man. That's awesome. I'm actually I'm looking at some of the pictures and for all you guys who haven't checked it out already, it's rmoc.net and you go to the fishing section and you guys catch some absolute monster lake trout and I'm just looking at some of them. What's it like catching a fish like this? 
because they are huge. Yeah, that's normally the fight, man. And, and a, go ahead. So, yeah, I mean that's that's a great you know a great a great point is you know the fight is unbelievable. It's something that I don't think many other fish in fresh water can can hold up to, you know, I've heard people saying, well, I fight pretty good. Um, and I've done a lot of video people watching videos of, you know, or I've done a lot of watching videos of people catching walleyes and bass. And, um, you know, I think the only other freshwater fish that I could say compares to Lake, Lake trout and pike is going to be musky or a tiger muskie, right? Um, another super predatorial fish that gets super big, super heavy and super long. And, and overall, just a complete monster of the water, right? Um, and that's exactly what we're fishing for with these lake trout and with these pike. Um, so we'll go and, you know, when we hook into a fish and it's a good upset, there's times where we're biting that fish for 10 or 15 minutes and it's nonstop. And that drag, he'll spool your line. You know, he'll run a hundred yards and then you'll get it. You'll get that back. And then he'll run another hundred yards and then you'll get it back. We call it the classic lake trout fight is usually three large runs where he is just taking line and he won't, there's nothing you can do to stop him. You've put, you've put the brakes on as tight as you can. You've got that rod loaded to try and get him to turn, but there's just nothing you can do. And at that point, you know, you just wait for him to stop. And when he stops and turns, you keep that line tight and you just start gaining it back. And usually, you know, when we catch into a big one, you know, I'm looking for three big runs before I know he's completely ready to come up to the boat. And even then he's going to have some, you know, short, shorter runs in between those three runs. Right. So it's three super big ones, but then he's going to have those really short ones that are only a couple feet or 10 feet in between those ones or when he's up to the boat. Um, but that kind of knows like, once he has that third one, he's usually pretty tired out and is ready to come to the boat. He's not as vicious when he's at the top of the water, you know, making our net job a little easier. Um, and that's a big place of where we, a lot of people lose fish is right there next to the boat because they see how big it is. They freak out, they panic, they know they put slack in the line grab the net when tired out so when that happens and we get up to that boat um we're ready to go and you know, it makes it a little easier on us um same thing with the pike man the pike fight um is completely different than a lake trout fight and the pike fight um really it's it's an odd fight, I would say that for sure. But when you see a fish of forty five inches coming at you and swimming through the water, it is just completely mind blowing. I believe we do a lot of musky fishing. One of the biggest challenges I've had with musky fishing, I'm sure, you know, when you were first like starting out and doing a little fishing with your dad, I fish a lot with my dad too. When you see a musky follow, and I'm sure it's the same kind of for Northern Pike. When I was first starting out, I used to crap myself. I used to panic because I'd be like, there's a 40-inch fish underneath my lure right now, and it is sniffing the back of my lure. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know how to handle it. 
So uh, I, would yeah. go into, I would go into like a figure eight and then the lure would pop out of the water and spook the fish off. And that had to happen at least like 30 times before I got comfortable enough to be like, okay, yeah. I got to take like a deep breath next time I see a muskie underneath my lure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you know, when we tell people, you know, that to, you know, that's why we're here. We're here to make sure that everything goes as smoothly as it can, right? So when we're on a trip, yeah, is it great to catch a big fish? Of course. But we're also looking for that good time, right? We're trying to give you guys a good experience and not just catching that big 20-pound fish or that big 10-pound fish. Um, but we're looking for that experience of, you know, that you guys want to come back again because you guys had a great time. You had a good, you know it was a good environment on, you know, above the water and below the water was just a frenzy. Right. So, um, so we, in the lake trout industry, I, I kind of keep talking about this just cause that's kind of what I specialize in, if you will, like that's kind of, that's my bread and butter. That's what I enjoy doing. Um, and so we consider on a trophy lake trout trip, anything over 10 pounds, any, any double digit fish is considered trophy. Now you come out in, you know, the last week of July and you catch 10 or you catch five or seven or however many that are all over, you know, the smallest one, maybe 12 pounds, right? And your biggest one, maybe 24, 25 pounds. By the end of the day, your arm's tired, you're, I mean, you're exhausted, you're, your stomach hurts from laughing and we try and make it a, you know, a super good time. And, um, but yeah, we try and keep any, you know, to keep, you know, I know we keep talking about these big trophy lake trout, but to kind of just reel it down for everybody to, so they understand what, what that is, right. Is so it's 10, 10 plus pounds for a trophy lake trout, um, in weight. And that can vary from in size from 30 three inches or so to, you know, to 40 inches, definitely. Um, and any fish below 10 pounds is honestly a great fish. So one thing that we did started doing this last year that I'll mention really quick that I, I think is awesome and super cool is we started working with our local fishing game, um, in tagging these fish. So, um, and that's how I was able to know how much, you know, like when I mentioned, we, I caught 123 pounds of fish and eight fish, right? So that's how I was able to understand that and get that was because we tag these fish. We weigh them, we measure them, and we put a tag in them so we can track these fish's growth in this lake, in this one particular lake, um, to, you know, see how they're growing and see how they're doing in a year's time, in two years' time. And, you know, see how healthy our population really is. And I've never been so excited to go fishing in my life to do something, you know, because it gives me another purpose to go fishing. Right. And so instead of just going and catching a fish, which is awesome. And you couldn't tell me twice to go fishing. I'd be like, okay, see ya, I'm out of here. Right. Um, you know, doing something good for the community, for the, um, for the health of the fish and the study of the fish and, you know, the upcoming years of what that reservoir is going to look like is, you know, based on what they find when they, when we start catching our tagged fish again next year. Um, 
which is super awesome, super cool. And I, I enjoy it, man. It's, it's so much fun. Um, and being able to be a part of that and be useful and, you know, be a big part of that. Cause we're tagging, you know, a couple hundred fish a year, usually, and, you know, 150 trophy lake trout a year. And, uh, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, that's definitely you guys, um, you know, you catch that many fish and you can kind of, do you guys got like GPS in there where you can track it through movement throughout the year too? Can you say that again, man? You're super quiet. Gotcha. Um, do you guys have like GPS when you tag the fish? Can you track them? No. So when, when we tag the fish, it's not GPS. It, it's, it says, uh, Colorado, um, division of wildlife and it has a tag number. So it'll be like zero, zero, one, two, eight or whatever it, that number is going to be. Um, there's no tag number. So the only way we'll know that that fish was caught again is if someone catches it and says, Hey, they call him and say, Hey, I have tag number one, two, three, you know, he's this long and he's this heavy put that in your system and then they'll compare it, you know, with their data from the previous year when that fish was tagged or maybe that fish was tagged 10 years ago. And, um, and he's grown 20 pounds, right? That's, that's awesome. Cause usually they say a, a year a pound. So, you know, in a year, an inch. So usually, an inch is about a pound in weight when we're talking with these fish, as long as they're healthy, right? There's some where we're, I've caught fish that are 40 inches and five pounds. They're just super skinny snake fish, really old fish that are just on their last limb and they don't have the energy because they're super old to chase that trout down to, you know, get that meal and, um, so there, we, we had, we do have a couple of those, but, you know, working with the biologists and stuff like that, I think they've determined that it's just old age and they just don't have the energy and the enough momentum to, you know, get a meal to, you know, fatten themselves back up. Um, but a lot of our fish are just like footballs. You know, they're super long. And when you're holding that fish like this, you know, it's, it's just fat rolls rolling over your hands, which is awesome, you know. Yeah, that's that's when you know it's a good one, right? When you can barely hold it. Right. You're struggling. Yeah. But Ben, I, I appreciate you coming on this podcast, man. And anyone that's out looking for a trophy lake trout trip definitely reach out to ben man and ben i want to give you this time to to shout out your guys instagram account your facebook account um and then your website too how people can get in contact with you to book a guide yeah so um our instagram and facebook is gonna be you know and our website is all pretty much the same so our facebook is rocky mountain now there's a colorado same with our instagram um our Instagram isn't as up to date as I'd like to see it. I'm trying to get control of it to kind of update it more. Our Facebook is always up to date usually, except in hunting season when we have 50 hunts going on and it's crazy, you know? So we usually do that after, but check us out on Facebook. We have a bunch of stuff there. Um, that's also Rocky Mountain out there's a Colorado. And then our website is going to be R M 
oc.net and that's going to have our prices what we do you know how we do it that's going to have our hunts too on there too so if you guys are interested in doing a hunt and not just you know in let alone fishing um it'll give you that what we could do for hunting and how we do our hunts and stuff like that um so you guys can contact us a couple different ways you guys can come direct to me and you guys can either text me or uh, call me at 719-221-8565 or if you guys wanted to go direct to the office you can talk to the office or the company manager and um, her name is Amber and she's going to be at 719-221-6185. Um, and either way, we'll get you the help that you need. Um, and I look forward to hopefully hearing from some of you guys and Eric, man, it'd be nice to jump on another podcast later in the year or something like that. When, you know, when we're catching big fish and I can, you know, send you some updated pictures of, you know, and, and not last year's pictures, you know, I'll send you some better Hey, I caught these yesterday or Hey, I, this was this morning, you know? So. Oh yeah, man. We'll definitely keep in touch. And Lake Trout's one of those fish that I've never caught personally. So um, possibly sometime in the future, maybe we could do this in person and I fly out there, but yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be sweet. But yeah, all your, that'd links. be really cool. I have a podcast on the boat, right? Oh yeah. 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 Leave a be comment. Fishing, on catching fish and just have a live podcast. That'd be, that'd be the way to do it, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, Ben, I appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, sir. You just listened to the Fishing Fanatics podcast with your host, Eric Stewart. Feel free to check out our other podcasts and our other interviews on our channel, on Spotify, YouTube, and much more. Check out our Instagram page, TikTok, and Facebook as well.